Uh, welcome right. to Love and Madness. Yes. Yeah. I don't have much to talk about today. I think Janelle's going to tell a really good story. Well, I, I guess. Or just like, a, a, like well, an intense story. Well, uh, I had a, a friend from college uh, reach out to me on Facebook, which was very cool. That's cool. Yeah. And so we caught up and we're talking about our kids and whatnot. But, um, yeah, <laughs> the whole story of me in the Methodist group on campus. That Yeah, it relates it's to this friend. During that time, yeah. you were friends with this person and that brought up this memory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and she would had nothing to do with what happened. It was a Methodist but that's how I met her you said said it was a Methodist group at your college that you were once part of Mm -hmm. and it went kind of sideways uh yeah yeah and it wasn't really till it was my junior year um and I I had joined as a freshman and those were all my friends and you know I was I was which was nice because I you know I, you know, I, I grew up Methodist, and that was a good place for me to be. And, and to meet people and know people. And yeah, yeah. Have a regular thing to do. I mean, do. it's a big campus, so. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, I got to junior year, and I'd finally gotten a car. And, uh, well, a Jeep that I bought for my grandfather for a dollar. It was a Jeep? Yeah, it was a Jeep Cherokee. Oh, it was cool. blue. All right. I called it Babe, like the ox. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, um, it grew up. It grew up in Vermont, though. So I mean, eventually the the bottom rusted out. Ah. But, yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah, I actually I love that. I love. I mean, it was my first car, so you always have a very a lot of affection for your. Well, usually, maybe, usually, usually. Anyway. So, but yeah, at yeah at the time, I it was I I. Finally got in a vehicle my junior year, and, you know, I'd bummed so many rides over the years. Uh, this opportunity came up through uh, the Wesley Fellowship where, where it was, um, uh, I think it was three different colleges all in the area were hosting a Methodist Presbyterian conference, uh-huh. and we were one of the colleges, but it was held at the planning meetings were held at one of the other two colleges. So okay. Um they were looking for volunteers cuz we were supposed to be part of the planning of the conference. Right. So and I was like, well, I'm really busy with classes, but if somebody wants to do it and they need a ride, I'll gladly drive. You know, I can do that. And of and course what it out there and then head back and do your homework. Well, I mean, I, it, the meetings didn't take very long, so, you know, Okay, but and of course, what ended up happening is I I think I ended up I ended up doing our part of it, you know, because no nobody else. else volunteered. But you know, I was like, well, fine, whatever, you know. It, it didn't. I honestly, we we didn't do that much, which was I should have known from that. But anyway, when we came to the time of the conference, um, we go. I think it was held in a couple of hotels or one hotel and there was me and probably I don't know 15 other people including our minister that went yeah we get there and our minister who his first year was my freshman year so like the upperclassmen above me did not have him 
the entire time they were at Duke. But his first, first year was my freshman year, so he was the only minister with this group that I'd known. Okay. Um, he told our group, don't bother going to anything. It's all going to be lame. Just come and hang out with me in my hotel room the entire weekend. In his hotel room? Yeah. At the conference? Yep. Yep. Just That's what he did. Don't go to any events and hang out with this one guy. Yeah. Sounds like a great guy. <sighs> and, um, you know, I'd been with him for three years, and I'd watched my friends, you know, from freshman year, all of a sudden, they're the, the ones that were closer to this guy. They all became vegetarians. They're all starting to talk the same way, dress the same way. It was kind of creepy. Now, this is a group of probably about 60, 60 to 75 members. So it was just, there was like a core group, yeah, a clicky group yeah, that really, really got tied in with this guy. And this, there were other things that had happened, but this to me, I was just, I was kind of done. I was so mad, so mad. Regarding the conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I spent the entire time hanging out with and meeting other people from other colleges. and So you didn't and go and hang I out I didn't his, know. I didn't, I didn't participate room. in whatever fuck he was doing at all. And when we got back, um, our normal meetings are on, were on, like, Sunday evenings. And at the end, they, at the end of each meeting, they have, like, a, you know, um, prayer requests, concerns, you know, stuff like that. And I raised my hand and I said, I've got a real concern. And I'm like, our school has a reputation for being snobs, not undeserved, uh-huh. but we should be better than that. Duke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Duke University. Yes, we have a reputation for being snobs. And a lot of it is deserved. I, I mean, I, not people in this group, but I, I mean, I saw kids, you know, drop their tray accidentally in one of the cafeterias. And, you know, I remember one of the workers who's like working her line and trying to have um, to pick it up. Uh, no, she's like, wait, oh, she's she's like, hold on, I'll go get you a mop because she was like checking people out, right? Yeah. And he's like, you can get that mop for yourself. And, I mean, he just berated her in front of everybody just to make a point. Yeah, like I'm so much better than you, and 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 so I mean, there 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 was legit reasons that they have that reputation. Um, they're not, like uh, not everybody Duke, was Duke like is that. like that secondary, almost Ivy League area. Yeah. Whereas pretty much Ivy League at this point. Oh, but, it is. But back in the early 20th century, they weren't considered Ivy League and they had a chip on their shoulder, right? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, they still have T-shirts that, you know, say Duke, the Harvard of the South, you know. Mm. Uh, I mean. But Duke was always considered a great school. Yeah. I remember and it I is. Academically, it is a fantastic school. Yeah. Um, but it's and, still a little bit of rich people yeah, being assholes. Yeah. And it, it's expensive. And yeah. So, I mean, I'd seen that kind of stuff. But I'd seen stuff in our group where that kind of attitude was really coming out, especially as people morphed into whatever they were turning into. Yeah. And, and so I, I said, you know, it's like, we, we as a college have a reputation for this. We should be better than that. The whole point of these conferences is to meet people from other schools, and I think it was UNC and NC State. Right. Yeah, meet people from other schools, find out what they're doing, you know, to and stop and not acting like we know everything already. So Duke wasn't organizing the whole thing. No. They were participating and helping. Yeah. And they didn't like that, so they decided to be standoffish. At least this guy did. 
and and have his own little mini conference at the conference. Yeah, that's ex- essentially what he did. <coughs> and it, it really, really made me angry because all it did was snobby. Yeah, it was very snobby. And I called him out on it. And I did it in the concerns thing in front of everybody. Yeah. And I had people come up to me afterwards, several people come up to me afterwards and say, thank you for saying something. I had been feeling the same way for a while. Yeah. And I, I was scared to do it. And I was like, great. You know, I was like, I didn't, I was just like, what the hell, you know? Yeah. So, but what ended up happening is, I don't know, sometime during that week, I got a letter from the minister, um, essentially telling me if I'm not happy that I should have come to him directly in the inner circle and inner voiced circle. my concerns instead of putting that out in the see, group. See, I just realized that Christianity has always been about the inner circle and and, and, and screw the community and all that, right? And 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 that, you know, if if I'm so unhappy here, I should find another group. He essentially kicked me out of the group. What a what a asshole hypocrite. Yeah. And so I went from having like 60 friends to none overnight. Right. And uh, to the point where I had people who were standing me up for lunch dates, uh, would see me on campus and literally turn around and go the other direction. Shunned. And, um, yeah, I was shunned. I was yeah. shunned. Shunned. I was shunned. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to get shunned by those people, it's probably a good thing. No, I know. I mean, I, I don't regret what imagine, I did. Imagine I, if you had stayed friends with them for, like, 15 years and they were in your yeah, life right and, now. And, and yeah, and, and it's like I, like the upperclassmen, they didn't, they didn't get sucked into his bullshit because they didn't they, have... They didn't have that that influence from him, you know, like from freshman year on. Right, they're they're, they're yeah. impressionable college years. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I it it's it was really painful. I got very very depressed. Um, I ended up um, seeing an on campus therapist for a while, and there, the person was looking at me like I made it up, and I'm like, I'm not making this up. This is actually what happened. Yeah, you know, and you, you I wish up... I'd kept that letter, but I didn't. It made me so angry. I threw it out. Yeah, as soon as I read it. Did you just become? As proof, you did know? you become um, friends with the older generation? You said, like you, you became more friends with them. Well, I, I, I always, I always was more friends with them. With the honestly, upperclassmen rather. When, when, when I started there, and, and it was just like you know they were more geeky. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they there was a, there was a whole bunch of them that you know loved Star Trek and and uh, and uh, that kind of stuff. But you ended up with a crew of people who were um, not really very scientific. And yeah. they just jumped into his cult. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was the it was the kids my age, and yeah. it was just. What year were you again in high school? What was your high school graduation year? Uh, ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. Okay. So, it was uh, anyway. It was really a very. It was the first time I really got super depressed. Um, That's why you were depressed when you told. That was a lot depressed. of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was that was the first time I really really struggled with depression. That was the first time I had to get on medication. That's the problem with these these groups, and and, and that's why I I tend to avoid them, is because they do this stuff to people. If they don't yeah. like you, they shun you, and they try yeah, to like and, and, bring and, you down and, and put you to depression. You know. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, I I don't regret. I don't regret it, but I mean, how many people do you know who have gotten kicked out of youth ministry well, my on mom, a college campus? My mom was a member of the Cult of the Month Club, <laughs> and she got kicked out every month for being too crazy <laughs> for cults. She would, like, go up against the, the leader and stuff. Oh, 
Oh god. So I do know a little bit, but I didn't. Well, feel apparently the shunning. that's what I did. Apparently, I didn't want to be part of those groups, so it's a little different. Apparently, you know? he saw that as a challenges to his authority or something. Of course. Because I was just like, can leader. we stop being snobs, please? Have you looked this guy up since then? What's no. he doing now? Is he like know. a priest or is he a serial killer? What is he? I, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, it'd be funny to find out what he is now. They go visit his. Uh, I don't care. Arby's that he runs. Don't care. But he runs an Arby's. He was horrible, like my, one of my friends on Facebook, he was absolutely horrible to and, and this, and my friend had a lot of issues with him as well, but apparently they actually came to some sort of truce, so I'm like, that's cool, but that was long after he had graduated and whatnot, yeah. but he stayed in the area. He had a so. similar conflict with someone else. Yeah, there was, there was some, I don't know all the details there, but there was definitely Well, he was young too, he was in college, but at the same time, yeah, it's evil, that's evil what he did. Yeah. Is that the, the the entire story? But you, you had an upside where you you got in touch with one of your friends from that time period. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that 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 was nice. And yeah, she was. I think she was a year ahead of me, and she married her college boyfriend and is still with him, which is awesome. You just caught up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. We we were we were messaging each other last night, and she's an OBGYN and That's delivers only... babies, and I'm like, That's, That's awesome, fantastic. That's the so. only value of Facebook is meeting people you haven't seen in years. Yeah, yeah. but I personally. I'd rather not. <laughs> no, well, I, I but I understand, understand that, that a lot of people get a lot out of that. That's really cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I like to keep up with my cousins and and my family and because we're all over the country. My my yeah. issue is that I have warrants in like seventy eight states. Oh, <laughs> seventy eight out of fifty. Seventy eight. Huh? Yeah, some of them are in Portugal. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, that's that's essentially the story in a nutshell. It was it was. It was it was a hard time for me. I'm sorry, honey. That's no, okay. It sucks. I People mean, are shitty. Yeah, People are totally but you know shitty. what? I'm I'm still proud of myself for that because I I stood up and I said what I felt was right, even though even I, in the face of knowing that they'd probably do something. Yeah, and have some kind of repercussions. I got, I I, I have no regrets about that. That's like one of my personality quote flaws that I've never been able to get rid of. That's Not why I don't have a job at. At the nuclear plant anymore. Because <laughs> I it's, can't keep my mouth shut. It's one of my favorite things about you is that you tell people what you what you believe. You don't just pretend not to believe it just to make it easy. Yeah. And and I I love that about you. Oh, thank you. It's one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's but it does mean sometimes I have negative consequences. <laughs> but that's it. If you're gonna get negative consequences from a group, then the group isn't worth anything. Well, true, and it's like if if I'm going to get negative consequences for, you know, doing what I think is right, then you know, eh. this is this is something I'd, we have I'd rather be the bad guy, you know. I'd, yeah, I'd rather not have the fake friends than mm -hmm. have a million fake friends. You know, like mm -hmm. what's the point of having fake friends? Yeah, if they're not going to be real, then you might as well find out early and tell them the truth about what you think. Yeah, instead of waiting too long and then suddenly you're in the group and then they're like, why are you suddenly bringing this up? Yeah, like it's but, but like yeah, that. oh god, the vegetarian thing is so fucking annoying. What Every was? time we'd go out to eat, you know, it'd, it'd be like at least one of them would start in with the, "Do you know what they do to those chickens?" You know, like while you're trying to eat, and you're like, "What do they do to those chickens?" Yeah, oh, <laughs> I would ask them. I'd be like, "What do they do to the chickens?" Yeah, chicken yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how you have to handle it. It's just like take a bigger bite, and chew with your mouth open. Go, oh, really? that's really gross. You know, but, yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> But you can just you order like, like they tell you all about what they do to the chickens, and the waitress comes over and you order like the chicken platter. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever yeah. they would have a commercial about smoking, I'd start smoking a cigarette. No one really saw me, as far as I could tell. 
except for the simulants who are running this whole simulation. Uh, and I wanted to tell them something. Yes. But yeah, I, I tend to react the same way. When someone tells me not to, if it's something that is ridiculous, I'll make a point of doing it. Yeah. Without um, being like over the line. So. Yeah. But awful people. Tammy used to tell me that my, my meat that I was cooking stunk. But the thing is, for like 15 years of our marriage, she would never eat a vegetable. And suddenly she became a vegan. She just flip-flopped her whole thing, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden, the steak that she used to love and all the things like pasta I'd be cooking, she'd be like, that, uh, your, your corpses smell disgusting. And like, I smell your, like, the, the, what, the carnage of your dinner. I'm like, yeah. Oh, God damn it. Like, I'm cooking for myself, for one. I don't even know how to cook one pot, like spaghetti for one. I don't. Mm -hmm. So I'd be doing it anyway, just kind of out of spite. <laughs> and I ended up not eating pretty much any of it by the time it was cooked. I just cook it and not eat it. Yeah. Because I couldn't eat, like, I'd eaten from the meat. And I, I all night I was eating while I was cooking, taking my time. Right. And she's in the, in the living room <laughs> being obnoxious. So I'm, yeah. I'm sort of the same way. A little passive aggressive on my part, but you're at least honest about it and open. Yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate that about you so much. Yeah, I, nobody would ever call me passive aggressive. Right. Aggressive occasionally. I does. only get passive aggressive. <laughs> aggr passive. They call you aggressive, you said? <laughs> occasionally. I mean, I get the guy, I bet, I bet the guy that you almost killed uh, would agree. Yeah, no. Yeah. I've, I've, I've there was a guy that she got in a fight with. Physical oh, fight. God. You want to tell that story? Oh, yeah, just to show the two sides of Janelle here. Two sides of Janelle. Oh, Let's my go. God. This was. This was... Uh, Nearly killed a man. Uh, if I got my hands on him, I would have tried very hard. I should have, because he actually went to jail later for doing something horrible. And, and you just got an instinct on the guy. Well, I mean, we were... This is before Keith and I got married, and we were we were renting a, a room from this couple in uh, Atlanta. And we would give them the rent... And they wouldn't pay the bills. So. They wouldn't pay the bills. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the the they, owners. They, the, the owners, yeah, you know, they they lived there too, and they had, but we had we had they took your money room, and didn't apply it. Yeah, to actually, you know, paying the water bill. So I mean, there was a period of time when we were going down to the the uh, laundry mat down the street and filling up jug gallon jugs like water jugs. Yeah, just so we could flush the toilet. It's from a landlord. And well, I mean, they weren't official, you know. But they were. They had the responsibilities of a landlord. Yeah, yeah. And and um, I had a friend that worked at the Y, and he would give me free passes so we could go take showers. I mean, that was bad. <laughs> it's it was bad. bad. <laughs> and and but uh, yeah, they they didn't manage their money well. They had a they had a little girl who I don't know. It was maybe four. And it was like the. The dad worked, and the mom was constantly uh, going out to eat every day, like at Olive Garden, because the baby needed Olive Garden, and we're they, all like, she's four. The baby needs the garlic Yeah, garlic yeah. yeah, so that, I mean, they were just taking the money and spending on, on shit. And, baby baby needs her garlic knots. Yes, apparently. So. Those are the most disgusting things. And, anyway, so, oh. so yeah, so I, I wasn't really happy with the situation. To begin with, yes. right? Yeah, and we were, I, I, I'm sure we were already looking for another place, but hadn't yet. And I had, um, I was working at a place that had, um, they, I don't remember where they got it from. Anyway, they had this, this big old uh, metal army desk. Big thing. 
Okay. You know, that you might find in an antique store. Not heavy as hell, right? Yeah. But it was awesome. I loved it. And I was like, and part of my job there was driving like a delivery truck. So, right. so I was able to, to, they didn't want the desk. So I was able to take the desk and I refinished the whole thing. And I, you know, I painted it and I, I, I'm like, did like a green and white marbleized surface, top surface cool. on the top. It was gorgeous. Right. Yeah. And uh, I was driving a pickup truck at you're, the time. You're making me want an army desk instead of what I have. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no, this is this is good. Yeah. This okay. Is, go, ahead, go ahead. Any anyway, but but I love the desk, right? So so I I I was driving a pickup truck at the time, and I was the only. I was. I think I was the only one with a. No, no. Keith had a vehicle too. So we had vehicles. They did not have their own vehicle at the time. They had to get to Olive Garden. Yeah, somehow. yeah. She took the bus. Oh, really? Yeah, and he drove a limo, so he would use that to do. Couldn't, couldn't she have gotten him to bring her in the limo to Olive Garden? So I, really I guess. It fancy. But they didn't get along really well, baby. so I, I think. Oh. But whatever. <laughs> she took the bus. He had a limo. Yeah, something, what a something like that. What a this relationship. Was, this was like another lifetime ago, so I'm trying to remember all the. I understand. Details. But anyway, so I had this desk. It was their anniversary, um, and. <laughs> He asked um, if he could borrow my truck to take her out for their anniversary. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and I, and I said, I'll make you a deal because I'd gotten the desk finished. I'm like, if, you know, if you help me get this desk into the back of my pickup truck, because it was heavy, really heavy. So, you know, I mean, it was metal. Yeah. You know, um, then, you know, you can borrow the, you can borrow my truck for the evening. And he, he's like, oh, he's like, Sure. And he took the thing, the thing that I had just refinished and everything, flipped it over so it was face down. On the top ground. Top down on the driveway and scraped it across the gravel driveway. And you didn't you didn't catch him until he was like halfway through that. And I just lost it. Between not having water and having to listen to them argue and the, the bullshit going on. And then that was just, I snapped. I There's no other way. I just, I saw red. I just snapped and I just went after the guy. Did you fix the desk afterwards? I, 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 I don't think I did. I think I was so pissed off about it. You just pissed dropped. off and 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 I was but, at one okay. point crying. But yeah, I so I saw red and I just if I had gotten my hands on him, who held you back? Keith did. Keith held you back from attacking the guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I got I got at least one swing in and he <laughs> and. And he climbed, the, the dude climbed up on the back of the pickup truck and then up on the roof. To get away from you. To get away from me. And, yeah, Keith held me back and kept me from, like, totally. That's why you need one him. of those Xena discs. You could oh have just thrown it right at him. I, but I've never, I've never, I've never, I haven't, that's the only time I've ever done that in my life, that I've gotten that. But you, but you were pushing, you were holding your life together. He was your, one of your pain points in life. Yeah. He prevented you from having your utilities. You paid for them. Uh-huh. And so you were struggling unnecessarily hearing him argue with his wife next door. Yeah. And of course, they're just obnoxious people. And then the disregard for something you cared about yeah. was too much. Was After right? asking a favor of me. He asked you a favor. And in order to like make it fair, like you need yeah. help, he said, hey, can you help me with this one thing? And he took it half-assed. And he was going to take advantage of you and take your vehicle. Yeah. And, he didn't yeah. get the vehicle that night, right? Oh, no. And Good. he didn't die. What do you need the vehicle for again? The, uh, it was their anniversary. A he date. was going to take, yeah, a date. So on their anniversary, <laughs> he almost got killed. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> but that's the only. Some people that's just should not time be. I've ever seen red like that. I mean, even with all the shitty stuff stuff that Keith did to me, I never saw red like that. Mm. I mean, I was just completely out of my mind. I was like temporary insanity. Yeah, that was me at that moment. If I had gotten my hands on him, I would have tried to kill him. Yeah, and um, I probably would have gone to jail. And but not you. I think by the time you went to trial, you'd be able to explain it, and they'd be like, "You're right." <laughs> but like, nope. But the I governor, mean, he, he like was a, a tenure guy. He was a hor- he was a horrible shitty guy, and and it's like after you know Keith and I moved out. Apparently, he went down to visit them a couple times afterwards. I oh, had Keith? yeah, I had so I found out about what happened to them from him. I think he was trying to, well, maybe he did sleep with Lori. I don't know. Lori was the one. Because uh, Keith, maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah, oh, he's a piece of work. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, but um, I'm sure he was trying if he didn't. So Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so apparently he, he went down there and visited them a couple times. It's like, I, I never saw them again after we, we got out of there and had no desire to see them again. But apparently they split up. And she ended up, uh, I think their daughter ended Works up. Works at an olive garden now? Well, well, I don't know what she, I mean, she's got to be grown now. And she probably manages I mean, an olive older garden. Than Daniel, I bet so. you anything. But um, 15 bucks. I don't, her, her mom ended up hooking up with some guy who was uh, a drug dealer and ended up in jail. Wow. And her dad hooked up with some other woman, got her pregnant. She had, uh, they had a son. And the guy beat the son so badly that, uh, as a baby, that the kid was blind, and he's in jail for like ever oh, for beating up the kid. People and I'm like, see, I should have killed him. People with too much. I should have killed him. It would have been a public service. Yes, it would have been a public service. But as terrible as that sounds, uh, these, some people just should not be in relationships. They should not be yeah. around other people. Yeah. And they end up having these situations where. You know, they have a child, and the child gets blinded by the boyfriend, and yeah, and and then all this bullshit that you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's not really a. a I, I learned a lot from that experience, but that's not something I want to live. You know, right? Like that. I know I shouldn't have brought that one no, up. No, that's but, okay. But it's still, it still it just came up as like uh, it just it was a weird segue in the middle of something you said, and I, I find that. Those two sides of you, <laughs> so compelling. I'm a passionate person. You fight else. for what you believe in. I mean, if we want to go back to a third story that'll make you, that'll bring a thread together that makes it, it obvious that you're not the bad guy. I got another story that you oh, told yeah? me. Yeah. Okay. So the teacher, what was the teach? The thing with the teacher where you turned in a teacher uh, for being crappy to you guys. Oh my God. That was like in second grade. Second grade. But that's the third point on this thread that points out how much integrity you have. Oh God! Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was a substitute teacher. Oh my God! Yeah, I, yeah, that was when we lived in New York, and the substitute teacher uh, was uh, hitting kids. Yeah, in class. Yeah, and like hitting kid, kids. Yeah, like the kid next to me got hit so hard he actually fell out of his seat and into my lap. Uh-huh. It was that bad. And at lunchtime, the whole class. It nominated me to go to the principal's office and tell them what was going on. Yeah. In second grade. And so I did. You never shied down from doing the right thing. 
And that to me is a good deal. So yeah, so I, at lunchtime I went to the principal's office and I explained what the substitute teacher was doing. Um, she got uh, confined to her desk for the rest of the day with mm. people constantly checking on us. And after that, she was banned from working in the school district ever again. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she worked out the day and then they got rid of her. Yeah, but... Uh, but Back then, they'd let you work out the day. Well, now the, they'd have the gender sit in. Yeah, well, like, they, 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 they instructed her that she was not to get out of the, out of the, the seat. I, she could not walk around the class or anything like that. I, and they I were checking a, on us the whole jun- rest of the day. But, a junior yeah. high English teacher. That's funny. Yeah, I've forgotten uh, about that. There was one student in our class that never did homework, and he was always sarcastic. Mm-hmm. He was not a student. He was a smart, he was a smart guy, clever, but yeah. not intellectually smart, right? Yeah. And uh, the teacher picked up his desk and dropped him from like three feet because he was being such an obnoxious person in the mm. class. She got so frustrated because he, she's like, yeah, it's time to do your report. He's like, can you get up and do your report? He's like, I don't have it. All this crap. And then, and so she let that go. And then throughout the class was being disruptive. And eventually she picked him up and dropped him. And honestly, at that time I sided with the teacher. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, the kid um, was being obnoxious and you sent him to the principal. He didn't care. He wanted to get sent to the principal. Right. Yeah. Well, th- this was a little different. She was, she was just act- hitting kids. Yeah. And, and she was it, for very minor things. You know, she wasn't, it wasn't like anybody was being overly, you know, obnoxious or unruly or anything like that. Mm -hmm. She was just like, oh, eyes on your paper, slap, you know, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know. She uh, she just got into the idea of being able to hit hit kids. Yeah, it was, it was. Like, I think I finally found my calling. Yeah, (laughs) it was nuts. And she had done this for three other classes or was it an all day? It was an all day third grade, second grade. Second grade, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I bet she was like in the break room and you guys are out at like recess and she's like, wow, I really love this job. I've been slapping kids all I, morning. I, I don't know what the hell her problem was, but she did not need to be in a she, room with small children. She's probably having a cigarette in the teacher's lounge thinking about how great her life was. <laughs> and then she comes back. And she's in trouble with the principal. After cause... lunch, because you fucked her up. <laughs> you fucked her up. Oh, well, God. you know, I, I was one of the kids in the school that's <coughs> like... You know, the, the principal knew me but because I was a good kid, not because I got into trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember. It made sense that when they When I was in kindergarten, me, so. the principal would paddle kids. Right. And then the kindergartners would get sent to the principal to go get paddled. Yeah. I remember one kid was always joking around with me, and then one day he went to the principal's office. He came back, and he never joked around with me again. Aww. His name was Emery. I miss him. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> We were we were always making fun of the teacher. There there was uh, I, I didn't have, get in trouble because I was I was always skirting the line just right. Yeah. So let me you know, actually I, I don't think that was her. I don't know. It was it was around that age. No, there was a little girl that I knew in kindergarten who had red hair and she was my best friend and I have no idea what her name was or anything. Because I only went to that school for one year. Oh. <laughs> but I remember her with the red pigtails. <laughs> and you hung out with her every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, maybe and, she'll remember you someday. And, and I used to wear my hair in a ponytail a lot, and we'd like do the the I dream a genie swing with our hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I remember a bunch of friends from yeah. school. One kid named Mark. We hung out with a kid named Joseph and played Transformers, and Joseph never got it. We were playing Transformers, and he was trying to make it into something else, oh. like G.I. Joe or something. Mm. And we're like, no, we're playing Transformers, and we are the Transformers. <laughs> you have to understand, your motivation is that you're a Transformer. And he's like, <laughs> trying to figure it out. And, 
and he couldn't quite get it. He was always mixing the shows. Oh, jeez. So there was that kid. Uh, he always hung out with us. My friend Mark, though, I remember seeing him a few years later, and I was like, hey, Mark, I want to write you. And we are going to write each other letters. There was right. this other kid named Jeffrey Weeks in first grade, and this other kid named uh, Nate Nathaniel um, Gladden, Nate Gladden. Mm -hmm. And uh, those are my good friends that I'll never see again because I was in elementary school in right. various schools. Yeah. But I always had one good friend like that. Yeah. Like Jeffrey Weeks once told me we were in Ohio. We found some netting in his yard because they were holding down the turf, you know. Uh -huh. And we had dug in his yard and we found some netting. He said, well, this is because it used to be an ocean here. <laughs> and I was like, it, I get I it. Love it. I remember that kid. <laughs> he was full of shit. I bet he's a great salesman. <laughs> At our house in, uh, in uh, Johnson City, this is, this is in New York. Um, it, we had underneath our, our we had a a front porch that had like a little access area yeah and there was all kinds of dirt and junk under there yeah and <laughs> i found a railroad tie under there once oh it, it, you know just one of the little spiky things right yeah and, and my grandfather told me it was because it was part of the underground railroad oh <laughs> Which the subway. The time, which at the time I didn't question. But yeah. when I found out what the Underground Railroad actually was, I'm mm. like, wait a second. <laughs> I hated it when people, adults would lie to me. And then years later, I'd always have it in my head. And then years later, I'd be told something else and I'd realize what really happened. They yeah. lied to me. They didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, excuse me. What else are we going to talk about? I don't know. We we actually are at 34 minutes. 34 minutes will be a so, short one. Yeah, that's fine because we have an extra long one that I still haven't edited that I need to. Edit. Okay, well, it's good that so, you talk most of this time. Yeah. I like it when we get one of those in and you, you have a few stories to tell because I talk too much when I babble. And today I didn't feel like babbling, so that worked out great. Yeah. I don't have enough babble in me today. Oh, but on another news, I'm going to a job interview on Monday for a possible radio show. Which would be very cool. Yeah. It it's, uh, seems like a small studio where you have to kind of get your own ads together and all. But that's typical of, of small radio stations. Um, it would be the first time I've ever had a real radio job. Yeah. And I don't think I have the voice for it, but I do know how to talk. You yeah, you actually have a very nice voice. Okay. I think. Well, then fine. I'm biased. But well, you're biased. I am. So I don't believe anything you're saying. Yeah. Because so. you're entirely full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're passive aggressive and a nice queen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. According to somebody. <laughs> oh God. Well, I don't know. It should be interesting on Monday to see if I if I get this job and they give me an opportunity, I would be be very happy. Uh and I would definitely do my, do the best I could for, for the show. Yeah. It seems like it's a community radio station. They like to do things about like how to improve your life. It's all talk right. radio really. And I'm thinking I can offer a show about, like, how to handle um, maybe quasi-mental illness stuff, like, without a doctor. Not, I'm not saying, like, don't have a doctor. But when you're on your own and you're dealing with um, mentally ill mentalities, maybe there's a way to handle that. And I have some techniques that I can share on a show. Well, that and, and even if you do have, you know, mental issues, you can still have a happy Right. That's life. really what it is. It's like yeah. it's like how to be a healthy, mentally ill person. Yeah. An emotionally healthy, mentally ill person. Because you might not be mentally healthy, but you can be emotionally you can be emotionally healthy. And that's kind of the angle I think for a show that I'd propose to the guy if he asked me what I would do. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I actually 
think that would be very cool. I think it would be great. It'd be unique. Too. Because everyone struggles with some sort of inner voices, depression, things like that. If there are techniques to judo throw that stuff and then move on with your day, because I, I think I have that because of the voices. I know how to fight them all, and they all do different things to me mentally. So it's almost like I have multiple mental illnesses at once, and I manage emotionally to stay reasonably healthy. Yeah. If not mentally healthy. Yeah. So I think I can function and teach, you know, I think I can give people that. And it depends on, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really matter if they were dealing with as severe stuff as I am, but there's a wide variety of things that affect people who, um, right. you know, they, oh, yeah. there are wide things that, that affect all kinds of people. And I'm hoping that I have something to offer in that department. I, well, I think that'd be great. I think there's still like an unfortunate stigma a lot of times on mental illness on mental illness and one, one time i told tammy i said hey if i was in a wheelchair would you be treating me like this yeah because right now i'm emotionally in a wheelchair because at the time i wasn't really good at handling it all yeah and uh i needed a day off or something and she wasn't treating me well and i said it's really no different than if i'm in a wheelchair and you're acting like i'm not saying that i, I need to be treated as if i'm full-time handicapped but you never know what day i'm having right even even living with me you know mm -hmm. you do because i tell you yeah. But when there's no way to talk to somebody because they don't let you communicate. Right. Um, you're less likely to know what the hell the other person is going through. Yeah. And so if they're keeping a smile on their face, it doesn't mean they're doing a, uh, having a great day. Well, it yeah. Means, it means that they're keeping it mellow, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you could be the one knocking their knees out from under them. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could, it could work on both sides. They can talk to people about how to treat people with mental illness and also how to handle their own. Yeah. You know, within, within the the framework of uh, probably dealing with a real therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, go ahead. No, I, I, I just, I, I think that's, I think that's a great idea. Oh, one, one other thing. I'm going to say it on the show here, but I probably won't be able to talk about it much if I do get that other show. Um, he, I, I always see these, these uh, problems, like mental illness, as spiritual problems. This is like an old medieval look at the thing, like that there are these spirits that mess with us. And I think that that could go either way. If I, I don't think I should put it on the show, in a, a real, like a real area. It's Charlotte. It's in the city of Charlotte, and it's it's on iHeartRadio. So I imagine it's probably not going to be the market and demographic to be talking about the spiritual layer of this. But it still works for the psychological layer because I feel like psychology is a way of addressing the fact that there are a bunch of like uh, spiritual influences that mess with us all, and. Uh, and I think I can I can frame it within the mental health uh, conversation, and not have to worry about being seen as uh, even crazier than than I really am. You know, because <laughs> yeah. not everyone's really really willing to listen to to the idea that maybe there's something else going on. Yeah. With the mental and this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter because you can still apply the same solutions. Right. To either either plane of conflict, whether it's spiritual or mental. Um, still a plan of conflict within oneself. Yep. So same tactics apply. But other than that, I, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, I think I'm good for the evening. Yeah, and I'll update everybody. Uh, Janelle will know before everybody, of course. Yeah. But I'll update everyone on how it goes next week. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. I love you, Janelle. Love you, too, Greg. <laughs>